Vav Adar Aleph, Tavshin Ayin Tet, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Jonathan Razel opens things up with Bells Pogesh Chizmart off the album Manat Slilim. Welcome in, welcome in one and all to this week's edition of the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten. We are here each and every Monday immediately following JM and the AM on the Nachum Siegel Network. That translates to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, around the world, wherever you are, whatever time it is. That's the time we're on. Write it down, make a note. So you should know. It is unique to your time zone. <laughs> we have, uh, well, uh, there's a lot of sadness in the show that we have with the uh, murder of uh, a holy soul, a beautiful soul, 19-year-old Ori Ansbacher. We're going to bring you uh, a clip of her mother's words at her funeral. Something you should never have to hear and something we should never have to go through. A mother crying over the grave of her 19-year-old daughter who was brutally murdered 
by an Arab terrorist. And we'll discuss the continuation of the Shalva Saga. Last week we brought to you in depth the story of the Shalva band and the great Kiddush Hashem, sanctification of God's name, that they are creating not only in Israel but throughout the world. Now they've added to their list of accomplishments bringing the Shabbat onto the stage, onto the world stage, and we'll tell you what's going on with that. We'll also bring you some thoughts as published by Rev. Yuval Sherlow of Petach Tikva, of the Yeshiva in Petach Tikva, um, who, who um, I thought brought out some really deep idea, a, a really deep idea about this t- topic, and if we have time, we'll bring you more stuff um, not that long ago, this was released. Imdin Alu, a song that uh, was made famous by Ofra Haza, was written uh, many years ago by Rabbi Shalom Shabazi. Imdin Alu, Daltene Divim, Daltene Marom Lonin Alu, the doors of heaven are never locked before us. Uh, this is Harel Scott. Off of Harel uh, Scott Shar at Ofra Chaza Imdinalu. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Let's 
Michael Scott with Imnina Alu, made famous by um, Ofra Chaza, a Yemenite, um, a Yemenite piyut, tefillah poem. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. I keep thinking to myself, do we do the funeral first? Because if 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 we do, it'll be very hard for me to snap out of it later. But I guess if we go in order of importance, we should. So we will. Oriansbacher, 19 years old, from the uh, town of Tekoa. Tekoa is uh, in Eretz Yehuda, the land of Judea. It's part of Gush Etzion. Gush Etzion is a... Uh, a group of uh, towns called uh, Etzion. Gush means like a cluster. It's like a cluster of um, cities and towns that are all near each other about um, 15 minutes south of Yerushalayim. Straight line from Yerushalayim, Beit Lechem, the Gush, as it's called, and then Hebron, going south. Tekoa, mentioned in Tanakh, is uh, a very special town where religious, and those who call themselves non-religious, secular, whatever you want to call it, less observant, Jews live together very idealistic. And um, Ori Ansbacher seems to have been, from everything we've heard, a real child of this yeshuv, of this town, idealistic, loving, beautiful, inside and out. She was... um, volunteering as a Shehut Umi National Service at a place called Yehilim, which, if I understand correctly, is a place for um, kids with uh, disabilities, challenges. You can already imagine somebody who volunteers to um, to serve there. And this place is uh, just a bit uh, south, I believe, of the Malcha Mall, place that so many uh, of us frequent. And it's near the zoo, the Jerusalem Zoo. I think it might still be called the Biblical Zoo, or was called the Biblical Zoo, but the Jerusalem Zoo. Just to give you an idea, if you're familiar somewhat with the area, give you an idea of where this murder happened. As she went out to um, a um, a forested area, an area of trees, a grove, I guess, some of which still exist in Yerushalayim, haven't been overrun. She went out to get some fresh air, to meditate, to be alone. In Yerushalayim, this isn't in some hole-in-the-wall-somewhere-nowhere's land, or no-man's land, or nobody's, nobody thinks their land. 
This is in Yerushalayim, near the zoo, near the Malchamol. And an Arab terrorist, 29-year-old Arab terrorist, armed with a knife, killed her. This has sent shockwaves throughout Israel, as we can only imagine. Her funeral took place on Friday, late morning, and um, I'm going to share with you about a little under two minutes worth of her mother, Noah Ansbacher, speaking at the funeral, burying her beautiful 19-year-old daughter. She starts off, I'm not going to translate word for word, but if you don't understand the Hebrew, it doesn't make a difference. You'll get the idea, just listening. She starts off by telling her, talking about her daughter, that she learned how to plant because she wanted to plant in Eretz Yisrael, she says you won't be able to plant a garden. You won't be able to hike in the beautiful trails of this land that you love so much, to learn, to grow. You will no longer be able to marry, to give birth. You could have brought so much light to the world. Her name was Ori. Shine. Bring light. Based on the Pasuk, in Yeshayahu, Perek Samech, Pasuk Aleph, Kumi Ori Kiva Orech, Uchvod Hashem Alayich Zarach, Arise, Kumi Ori, Shine, Aleph of Resh Yud, for your light has dawned, the presence of the Lord has shone upon you. Those words might be somewhat familiar, even if you're not familiar with Yeshayahu because they are used by the writer of the Chadodi in one of the stanzas, Hitori, Hitori, Ki Va Orech Kumi Ori. So he switches around some of the words. All of the Chadodi, by the way, is based on the second part of Yeshayahu, which is, well, almost all, almost the entire Lachadodi, based on words of the second part of Yeshayahu, which talks about the Geulah, Kumi Ori Ki Kiva Orech Kumi Ori is what we might be familiar with, and her name was Ori. Her mother talks about how she could have brought so much light to the world. Then her mother says, We're <clears throat> we're returning you to the land that you loved so much. Later on, she says, her mother says, this is just something that just Thank you for coming into this world through me. Wow. And towards the end, she says, I ask you, Ori, when you go up there, listen to what she's asking. Not for revenge, but that you give us the strength to continue to believe in the good in this world. That is pretty amazing. Well, Noah Ansbacher, 
at the funeral of her daughter. כבר לא תספיקי להכין פה גינה, ולא תספיקי לטייל עוד בהמון מקומות שרצית, וללמוד, ולהתפתח, ולהתחתן, וללדת. לא תספיקי להגשים כל כך הרבה חלומות שנפתחו בתוכך בזמן האחרון. כל כך הרבה אור יכולת לתת עוד בעולם. אנחנו מחזירים אותך היום לאדמה הזאת שכל כך אהבת. לאדמה הזאת שבשעה שצעדת בה, בבית השני שלך בשנה וחצי האחרונות, בביטחון, באמון, בטוב שבעולם ובאדם, ברוע שכזה, ללא טיפת חלה, ולקח אותך מאיתנו. תודה, אורילה, שבחרת לבוא לעולם דרכי. תודה על 19 וחצי שנים של אור וטוב, כל כך הרבה טוב שהבאת. <laughs> אני מבקשת עכשיו, <laughs> כשאת עולה למעלה, לעולם שכולו טוב, <laughs> שתתני לנו כוח מלמעלה, איכשהו להמשיך להאמין בטוב שבעולם ובאדם. ותשלחי לנו מהאור שלך, שאיכשהו נמשיך להאיר פנים, לחיות ולשמוח. אורי לה שלי. אני אומרת לך שלום, ואני כבר כל כך כל כך מתגעגעת אלייך. מביטה בחלון עכשיו ורואה אותו פוסע בשבילים עצובים שיבשו עד תום
אודי דוידי, מנעי קורך מבכי ועינייך מדמעה. words spoken by the prophets. בירמיהו, which, according to many, according to the words of the song, were said, to Rachel on the road to Beit Lechem, Yehuda, near Tekoa, may Hashem wipe away our tears. I figured this is an opportunity, once I started talking a little bit about Lechadodi in that verse, I'll just give you the rest of it. Hit Oruri, Hit Oruri, Wake up. We're in Galut. We um, are like asleep. And the poet who wrote L'Chad Dodi in the 1500s in Tzfat, he writes, Wake up. Kiva Oreich Kumi Ori. We spoke about that just now. Hitori Hitori comes from Yeshayahu, Perak Nun Aleph, Pasuk Yud Zayin, as we said, all of the references in Lachadodi, almost all. We'll get to one in a minute that doesn't, but almost all the references are from the second part of Yeshayahu. That Pasuk there begins Hitori Hitori Kumi Yerushalayim. Asher Shatit Miyat Hashem et Kos Chamato et Kubaat Kos Hatar Eila Shatit Matzit. You've drunk. You've drunk, or drunk, I don't know, enough of the poison cup that was given to you from through God's anger. You've 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 drunk enough of that. Uri Uri Shir Dabeiri. 
Again, like hit Oruri with an ayin, Uri, Uri, wake up. And that is one of the psukim that are not based, well, I shouldn't say that, that's not true, in part are based on Yeshayahu, Uri, Uri, Lishi, Uzeich, Tzion, but also on Shirat Dvoran Shoftim, Uri, Uri, Devorah, Uri, Uri, Dabri, Shir. So Uri, Uri, Shir, Dabri, that part is from Shirat Dvoran Shoftim. Kvod Hashem, Alayich, Nigla. Now, that the Geulah is coming, God's presence, God's glory, is 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 being shown to the world, is being revealed through you and in your presence. And that goes back to the pasuk that we started with: Kumiori Kiva Oreich Uchvod Hashem Alaich Zarach. You know, one day we may do a uh, series on L'chadodi. I think that would be a great idea. Cover one stanza every time. Cover just the basics. Because I'm not a Kabbalist, so I can't tell you the Kabbalistic part of it, which is very strong, but at least um, the non-Kabbalistic part. Tal Abarjil with something brand new. Yehiyu Yamim Yafim. Just released. Hope you enjoy it. We're debuting it here. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. עם שאריות של החיים ומקווים שטוב עתיד לבוא. אל תתני לשגרה לתפוס פיקוד, תראי אותי. לא מיליונר אבל שמח בחלקי. את האושר אי אפשר לקנות בכסף. Thank you. 
Jail. Let's hope. Let us hope. Thanks to Dina, listener Dina, who um, tells us that today is the 71st anniversary of a uh, major attack, I guess, during the war on Kibbutz Tirat Zvi, the first Kibbutz Dati, named after Svi Hirsch Kalisher. And she writes that there was a miracle that that occurred there when the Jordanian army attacked the kibbutz was not prepared enough and the uh, miracle happened this is what she writes that the pouring rain began the Jordanian soldiers got stuck in the mud they left their boots behind and ran I also heard that yesterday on the secular calendar February the 10th was the 70th anniversary of the last Jew who was uh, put into camps in Cyprus by the British, the last one of them was brought back to Eretz Israel. Turns out, I didn't know this, that they weren't all brought back at once. It, it, w- it would happen in, in dribs and drabs. And slowly they were brought back to the land of Israel. These were people that the British, the British, the British... Those who messed up the entire Middle East, those anti-Semites who reneged on the Balfour Declaration, who shut the doors of Eretz Israel during the Holocaust, the British, after the Holocaust, would not allow refugees, whatever remained, people who went through hell and back in concentration camps of the Nazis came in rickety boats to the shores of Haifa to come to Eretz Israel, and the British fought and sent them to camps in Cyprus. Can you imagine the cruelty that is needed to do that? Well, in the past week, last week, we spoke at length about the Shalva Band, a band of uh, a, a musical group that comes out of the uh, Shalva organization. It's a respite home where uh, parents of um, uh, uh, children with disabilities 
um, can send their kids during the day to get a, uh, some respite, some time off. And uh, they formed uh, a band. The two lead singers are blind. There are two, um, two musicians. One of them is the percussionist who have Down syndrome. There's um, one of the members of the band. I, I think they said it's a Williams syndrome. I, I wasn't familiar with it, but also it's similar to Down syndrome, I guess. And they've captured the heart of Israel. Shalva was started by parents who had a uh, a child who was uh, blind and deaf and um, religious Jews who heard the calling and it has grown into an amazingly huge operation a, a fantastic organization Common Samuels and his wife, they started it. Their son is very active and instrumental in helping them continue it. And they're in the front row on that first night when the Shalva Band performed at, in the Israel reality show, Tomorrow's Star, which would lead, ultimately, to picking Israel's representative in the Eurovision, in the European musical contest, where all the, each each uh, country sends a representative song, and last year Israel won, and as a result, this contest takes place in Israel this year. It takes place on Motzei Shabbat, but due to other rules and regulations of the contest, would require the members of the band to desecrate the Shabbat, L'Chalelet Shabbat. And over the last weeks, there was a big, as they this band, the Shalva band, and I encourage you, by the way, to go to last week's show and on the archives and listen, because it, it's just an amazing story. As they went up and up and continued to make it to higher and higher ratings on the show, they made it into the semifinals. And then suddenly it looked like, oh my, this might happen. They might be Israel's representative to the Eurovision, but being that it would require Chilul Shabbat, they had a difficult decision to make. They tried, the Israel Broadcast Authority tried to discuss this with the European Broadcast Authority, the European Broadcast Authority, who are so into uh, the world of PC. They, they pay lip service to inclusiveness. But no, no, we're not going to break any rules, they said. They have to participate in the dress rehearsal, which takes place on Shabbat. And so the Shalva band made a decision, and the decision was to withdraw from the contest because they would not agree to perform on Shabbat. That made a huge impression in Israel. Faced with the choice between the fame and the glory and probably money, this group that are seemingly disabled but obviously not made a choice of values over fame and money.
many people in Israel were upset that the European Broadcast Authority would not agree to one of the many compromise solutions that came that, that, that were brought to their attention. A few days after they withdrew from the competition, Israel's Broadcast Authority who have control over parts of the show, including the halftime show, there's a halftime break, decided that the Shalva Band will appear as part of the halftime show. So they won't be in the competition itself. They'll be in the halftime show. Yuval Sherlow wrote what I found to be an amazing piece. I think it was in Makori Shon. I'm going to just give the gist of it, even though I translated most of it. But Rav Sherlow talks about what happens in Judaism when two values clash. For example, we are told Midvar Sheker Tirchak, on one hand, remove yourself, distance yourself from falsehood we are also obligated to be misamech, chatan and kala to uh, make the bride and the groom happy, dance before them, sing before them as we do and um, what happens, the Gemara asks what happens if these two values conflict what happens if the kala isn't so nice? Nice looking, I should say, right? Can we sing kala na'ava chasuda, a beautiful bride, if it's not truth? And we're taught that we do. And the Gemara explains in depth. In this way, says Rav Shurlo, the halacha teaches the great weight of both values. Peace amongst ourselves and furthering us from lying. Both of these are made stronger in our minds by the conversation each one is given weight and hence enhanced in our value system. And so he says here, on one hand, Shabbat. The Shabbat is measured amongst other, amongst other things by the personal willingness to devote oneself to it. On the other hand, the prophets of Israel, says Rav Sherlow, Rav Yuval Sherlow of Israel, of Petach Tikva, the prophets of Israel emphasized the special treatment that we need to give to those on the margins of society, the Ger, the Atom, the Almanah, those who are less powerful, recognizing that the moral test of society, of a halachic society, one that follows the path of Hashem, 
is kindness and justice. Tzedek u'mishpat v'rachamim. Chesed. Mishpat. V'tzedek. And so, the Israeli representatives to the Eurovision, if it would be the Shalva band, would highlight God's moral message through the prophets and its great significance. And um, he writes, this could help change the attitude of neighborhoods, for example, in Israel, to the establishment of various institutions in their area. This could change the attitude towards people with disabilities. This would bring to fore our internal social debate and would hopefully influence the wider international audience. And it could have great significance. In contrast, there's a great message of Shabbat. But then he points out that the Shabbat also has a moral message. Bain Adam, not only Bain Adam la Makom, but also Bain Adam la Adam, between man and man. Rav Shurla writes that in the Ten Commandments in the Aseret HaJibrot in Parshat Ve'etchanan, the repetition of it in Devarim, the Shabbat is presented as a day of rest where your workers and your slaves and everybody has to rest. That is the social component of the Shabbat. But we have two values that are contradictory. And he points out that by making sure that we have this discussion, by withdrawing from the contest... The Shalva Band has brought both issues to the fore, has highlighted, has lit up on the marquee, so to say, of the world, and surely in Israel, both the importance of them as equal members in a society and the importance of the Shabbat in all its aspects. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. Adira, 
It's a lost song of Naomi Shemer. What a shame. Never really got properly done. Hamin again. We introduced it on Tubishvat over at JM in the AM. I mean, it's not a debut. It's a, it's an obviously an old song. But um, it was a debut for us. <laughs> Wasn't familiar with it. A um, couple of interesting things that just want to call your attention to first of all listener Moshe points out always has great input 
um, Moshe Eisenberg that um, this this whole um, discussion about Shabbat and as a result of it, as Rav Sherlo pointed out, the enhancing of the Shabbat in the eyes of the people is all happening in Tel Aviv, Nebuch. Not exactly the paradigm of Shmirat Shabbat as cities go. In fact, the only reason the Eurovision is there and not in Tel Aviv is because... I'm sorry, it's there and not in Yerushalayim is because um, Yerushalayim would not agree to have all that Chilul Shabbat and Tel Aviv just happily said, yeah, come to us, we'll take you. Chilul Shabbat and all. And the Jewish people and the government of Israel weren't strong enough and tough enough to say if it escrates the Shabbat, we're not interested. And so the Shabbat comes uh, through the back door. <laughs> so there's a new app. It came out a week ago. It's called Shiri. In Israel, I've heard it called Shiri. S-H-I-R-I. It is free. And it is an app for Israeli music. If you're an Israeli music lover, this is a must. You go into this app, it asks you for three of your favorite Israeli uh, singers, uh, musicians, whatever you want to call it, performers. So I put in my mix. Now there it's playing now in the background. My mix is uh, Naomi Shemer, Yishai Rebo, and Eric Einstein. And as it, it it basically plays music from these performers, and as it goes through each song, you listen to the song and enjoy it. Streaming, it's a streaming service. You can thumbs up or thumbs down, and then they try to find songs similar to the songs that you've picked, and end up bringing to you hopefully a collection of a stream of music that you might enjoy of Israeli music. And it's more older Israeli music, although Yishai Rebo and a couple of others are in there. Um, It's interesting. It's free. Uh, It just started. The idea basically is to give Israeli um, composers and musicians and singers some money back in royalties for their work. And they get paid through Ministry of uh, Culture and Sport, the uh, National Library of Israel, and a few other sponsors that pay the performers of and, and um, composers of the songs that are played. It's interesting. You might want to take a look. The other thing which uh, recently came across, uh, I came across, uh, I, I've, I've discussed here, how Netflix has picked up, not only Netflix, but Netflix has picked up so many Israeli television shows that Israel is not only becoming a high-tech superpower, but a television superpower. It, it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's just amazing. And um, even Amer- some very popular American shows have um, started off by uh, as a takeoff on Israeli shows, and there's going to be more 
Some of you may be familiar with shows like Shtisel. If you're not familiar with Shtisel, go watch it. It's on, uh, I believe it's on Netflix. It's either Amazon or Netflix. All of these things that I'm mentioning to you. There's Shtisel. Then there's a cute comedy called uh, The Beauty and the Baker. There are two seasons of that. There are two seasons of Shtisel. It's Hatufim, of course, and uh, and others. So a new one recently, um, two two of them recently. One is, I believe it's called When Heroes Flies. Giborim Afim Aleha, or Bishvila, I think is the Hebrew one. And When Heroes Fly, I believe, is the other one. You do a search, and it'll come up. It's a Netflix. And the other is very interesting. It's called Inside the Israeli Mossad. And uh, if you follow the Mossad and news in Israel, there's no great chidush. There's no, some, there's, you're not going to find some brand new stuff. But it brings to you all those famous stories of the Mossad that due to all kinds of things that went wrong became public, except for the Eichmann case, which is one of the earlier ones that they start off with. They interview Rafi Eitan, who was the, the man who... Uh, was with that small group of people who actually physically kidnapped him as he got off the bus in in Argentina near his house. Um, And it goes on to uh, some of the more famous Mossad operations. So either they failed, and that's why they became known, like Lilhammer, Sylvia Raphael, uh, after the murder of the 11 athletes at uh, the Olympics, the Mossad was given the job by Golda Meir to um, to kill everybody who was part of that operation on the Arab side. And uh, one of the last ones, they mis, uh, misidentified and killed an innocent person. So that became known as a result. A few others. Um, so... It's interesting. It, obviously, once it hits Netflix, it's all translated into English. Some of them with subtitles, some of them even without subtitles. Just uh, they're dubbed, and you can pick which you want. Okay, we're going to end off with Hatikva uh, Shesh. Should we do that one, or uh, should we do? All right, we'll do a tavlinin with Aniv Simon Umois Hakatan. We'll do that right after we say thank you all. Thank you for your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff and the Nachum Siegel Network. My very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network immediately after us in about five minutes, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports. And then Novik now with Jake Novik. And he's going to be talking about, amongst other things, New York City's Amazon Shakedown Artists. And then the great Monday music marathon. Until next Monday, immediately following Jamin D.A., my name is Mayor Weingarten. I'm reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. עם השנים לחברים שלי ההם הישנים אני חוזר אל הצבעים והקולות אל העיניים התמימות והגדולות אני חוזר אל השכונה אל עץ התות אל עפיפון אדום אדום קשור לחוט היינו ילדים וזה היה מזמן אני וסימון הם 